Thanks for joining us today on IDS Talks. Uh, today we've got a special guest, somebody I met a few weeks ago who had me doing more burpees in 30 minute span than I could stand. So welcome, Cost. are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Thank you for having awesome. me. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, man. You know, you you shared your story to the COO Alliance a couple of weeks ago and and had us sweating or just dripping sweat in a matter of minutes. And yeah. and I do a lot of body weight workouts, but yours yours took it to a whole different level. But you had yeah. such an awesome story. Really wanted to get your message out there and let you share it. No, thank you, and I appreciate the opportunity to to elevate our platform. Um, yeah, I mean, we 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 killed. That's what we do. We do. Uh, it's not high interval training. It's you know, there's no intervals. There's one shot. You know, like you don't stop for 45 minutes, and that's how we, that's how we do it. But uh, a little bit about my background and how I got into fitness. Um, I, I went into prison, and and I guess that's how we connect. You know, I, I dealt with the legal system for a little while. Uh, I was sentenced to seven years in prison for running one of the largest drug delivery services in New York City. Uh, at the age of 19, I was making over $2 million a year. And at 23, I was incarcerated and sentenced to seven years in prison. And, and that's when I found out I had a whole bunch of health issues. Uh, my cholesterol levels were through the roof. Uh, doctors in prison told me if I didn't start eating correctly or exercising, that I could probably die of a heart attack within five years. And so that shook me up. And I, that made me, made me work out. You know, I, I just started doing all types of calisthenic body weight workouts using no equipment in my prison cell, uh, taking that from the prison cell to the yard and running laps and working out over there and, and caught the eyes of other inmates after I lost 70 pounds in six months. And then I helped over 20 inmates who was over a thousand pounds combined. So I took that uh, prison yard workout and I started doing it in the neighborhood I grew up in. Um, and what I've done is hire people coming out of the prison system to teach the fitness classes. So I've been able to hire 51 people uh, coming out of the system, uh, giving them opportunity to work at our gym and doing also on demand video virtual workouts as well. So we have our own subscription model platform as well. So uh, it's been a crazy journey, but I, I've been home a, a little bit over eight years now and and I, we've been able to train over 50,000 people so it's been a, a little bit of a blessing so now for everybody that's watching when when he says it's 45 minutes non-stop he's not kidding I think at one point he said okay you get a 15 second break to take a quick sip of water if you need it uh, otherwise yeah. it was hundred percent on but you know it, we, we spent that time in full throttle, right? We we are going the whole time, and you had us doing some kind of movement every every second is what it yep. seemed. But you didn't hit the ground running right when you came out. You uh, you had some struggles early on, but you were able to overcome those. Can you share a little bit more about those? Yeah, I mean, coming coming home from prison, uh, or you know, talking about my yeah, early days uh, growing up. I mean, I grew up in a, a very heavily drug infested neighborhood. Um, I remember seeing heroin lines, which means like there were people standing on the street, literally waiting to buy heroin as I, I as I walked by them on my, in my same street, you know, and and that's what I grew up seeing. And that's the motivation that I had. And I thought that was the avenue that I wanted to take. You know, at that time, I was like that success. You know, if I was the guy who's standing in front of the line giving these people drugs, you know, this is you know, that they, they have the jewels, they have the cars, they have the woman, you know, I thought that's what I, you know, really wanted. Um, 
but coming out, I mean, coming up with the idea, coming out of the prison system with Combody, I mean, starting any type of business is, is extremely hard. But uh, as for me, like somebody that's not only like a person of color, but also, you know, somebody that has I have three felonies on my record, you know, it was just very difficult. I couldn't even get business insurance. I couldn't find a, a place nobody wanted to rent to me. Um, there was just so many different policies into place that I, I've also like worked on, on on changing as well and been an advocacy and criminal justice reform. But um, there was a lot of work to be done. And I couldn't even go to a bank. You know, banks uh, also discriminated on on giving me money. So I couldn't go to get any money to start up my startup. I had to just go out there in the street and get it on my own. So I started in in the local park, just going after people, mostly females wearing yoga pants and, <laughs> and you know, just pitching them and saying like, hey, we're doing this prison style workout, you know, come check us out, blah, blah, blah. You know, getting a crowd of people and, and then expanding there. But it was a lot of guerrilla marketing, maybe going on the subways, handing out flyers. Um, it was, I just had to do what I had to do. You know, it was not, um, you know, for everyone that's starting a business is definitely not easy, you know, so I'm not gonna like keep preaching on that, but it was, uh, I think a little, I had to face way more barriers than, than a lot of normal business owners. So yeah, I mean, you had an awesome vision, right? You came out, you, you struck, you, you had a vision as a kid, right? Right or wrong. You had a vision, you, you kind of accomplished that goal. You went to prison. You understood that maybe that wasn't the right goal to accomplish. Yeah. Uh, but but then you came out and you've got this new vision. You've got this new drive and this force. And, and you know, you employ uh, a whole bunch of former felons that have a zero percent recidivism. Right. And they're, they're out there and they're helping build your business. What's your vision? What, where do you want Conbody to grow into? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, right now we're doing a lot of B2B outreach. So getting companies to sign up for our, our workouts. So subsidizing people's employee uh, employees like, you know, fitness through their company, which is extremely affordable on our side. It's only $10 a month for, for any company. But uh, uh, my goal is to get in the front of a lot of corporations, change the perspectives of formerly incarcerated people and and then hire as many people coming out of the prison system to team up and, and do this so right now we're we're working on going inside the prison system and and retraining and certifying the inmates while they're inside so getting them a combody certification and as soon as they come out they can start doing this when they, you know in their own city or where, wherever they're at uh but that's that's the plan you know um we're, we're working on it you know i'm, I'm not going to put anything out there to solidify but we're having discussions on how to accomplish that right now. But you've had some major wins with big corporations recently. I don't know if you can share who, but I mean, you, you've yeah. gotten some some big wins in, in corporate America. Yeah, no, we've been doing a lot of partnerships. I mean, I, I could throw a few names out there, like, you know, private classes that we've done, like with Netflix, Casper, Vice, uh, SAP, you know, they're signing up a big amount of people with us. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a, a crazy journey and opportunity and a, and a blessing because, you know, I coming out of the prison system, I did not imagine that the company was going to grow where it's at right now. You know, for me, it was just the idea of like going out in the park and training people, you know, and, and having a huge amount of people. And that was just like the thought and the picture that I had in my brain. Um, but it, it's, it's grown way more than that. You know, I've been able to give so many people opportunities, uh, coming out of the prison system 
you know, a chance to really get a, a, a lot of people say second chances and I, I believe in second chances, but a lot of, uh, of them coming out of the prison system never really had a first chance, you know, um, you know, growing up in the circumstances that they grew up in, you know, this is what they adapted to. So like seeing all this, you know, they, they didn't have a different avenue. So that, that first chance was not into play. You know, it was like a lot of them was set up to, to go into that failure path. And um, yeah, that, that's something that would change it. I, you know, it, it's interesting being involved. We, we primarily live in the civil world. So business disputes and all that kind of stuff, but, it, but being just as part of the legal system, it's amazing how, how everybody's experiences through the system have been different and, and can be different. And you've certainly got yours and, and you're working though, to not just, not just solve the output problem, if you will, or the result of it, but you, you've got a lot of efforts going into helping fix the system, right? Your, or activism and, and support of that, those efforts. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've been lucky enough to like be connected with, with a few local politicians in New York City to change a few policies. Uh, one was to get business insurance as a formerly incarcerated individual, like we i was quoted at a thirty thousand dollars a month quote you know because i was uh like quote unquote uh, a liability um you know because i sold drugs i i couldn't get insurance you know so it's it's just crazy um that i served my time i you know done parole and everything and i'm still considered or have these you know i guess collateral consequences uh for the rest of my life and, and i feel like that needs to be revisited i mean there's over forty thousand collateral consequences which means policies wow. into play across our country you know for anybody that's been convicted you know when i was 15 years old and i went into the, the judicial system as a young kid i did juvie time the judge didn't tell me like hey when you plead guilty uh you're gonna do a year in prison and probation but they didn't tell me, oh, you could, oh, by the way, you couldn't get business insurance. You can't get life insurance. You can't rent an apartment. You know, you can't work at certain places like banks and stuff like that. So I didn't know what to do. I just heard, listened to, you know, the legal aid at the time that told me like, this is a good deal. Take it, you know? So uh, it's just crazy that, you know, we, we're putting our, our you know, I, I, I was a kid at that, that time, you know, like putting the kids, into this, you know, box at a very early age, and, and then not finding a way to escape that box, you know. Um, so, stuff like that. I've been working with. I sat down with Governor Cuomo's office. We worked on a few policies, and then like my brother and I are working on shutting down this new jail. They're trying to build a fifty-story jail in in downtown Manhattan, the largest, tallest jail in the country. Um, nine billion dollar project it's a it's just ridiculous to me why not you know use that resource and money to open up a mental health facility or you know because the prison system is like the largest asylum that we have in the country you know there's a lot of people in the system that need mental health you know help and and, and the way we answer that is by locking them up you know even those I know you, we've been seeing a lot of like Asian hate and all that stuff and, you know, all, all the crazy stuff that we see in the news. But we see that these individuals are 
having schizophrenic, uh, manic episodes. And it's just, it's sad to see, you know, that, you know, the, by the way we answer it is just lock them up and throw away the keys and not figure out what the issue is. And so we need to like really dive deep. I feel like in our judicial system, it shouldn't be a, I feel like right now it's just a black and white, you know, like, all right, you did this wrong, lock you up. But nobody, when you go into prison, nobody's sitting down with you and there's no psychologist there, you know, evaluating you. Uh, they, they make you fill out a form, which is ridiculous to me. Sometimes I remember going into prison and saying, like, have you had alcohol? Check. And, and and then you check that box and now you're alcoholic and now you have to do like a treatment program. Wow. And, and it's a way to get more funding, you know? So, it, and then it becomes a monetized system too. So, you know, that's a deeper issue that we could get into. <laughs> I don't so, know that we have time for that today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey man, I, I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing with us. For anybody interested, we're looking to host an event in July uh, with con body so uh if you're looking to break a sweat you know end of july we'll be putting some more information out there with this we'll post some links but how can they find out more information about you and how to support con body yeah you could come uh to con body uh personally if you're in new york city uh, our studio on the lower east side um but yeah you could join our virtual on demand and live stream classes uh at combody.com we simply just DM us on Instagram and we'll set you all up on the back end. So that's probably the easiest way uh, you could check us out on TikTok, Snapchat, you know, Twitter, every platform. Uh, and our handle is C-O-N-B-O-D-Y, like con and body. So con body. So complicated. Yeah. I'm kidding. Simple. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, I really appreciate you joining us for everybody else. Uh, if you enjoyed this or any of our other podcasts, make sure you sign up and subscribe IDS Talks podcast. Appreciate your time. No, thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming.